Hello there. Welcome to another life transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwe Tachero. I want us to get straight to the word and continue from where we left yesterday. Remember we are dealing with a distressing spirit and it is so amazing how rich the word of God is that when we look for answers to some of the things that we are struggling with it's important for us to go to God's word because the the word of God has answers to all life's situations and so I've been looking at distressing spirit which was upon Saul and we are just um digging deeper to understand this spirit and how it plagues people and the first thing we discovered is that it troubles people you know the distressing spirit will trouble you number 2 it will make you feel insecure the way Saul was so insecure around David number 3 it will make you you know seek to harm others you want to harm them you know it's a distressing spirit you're not happy when people around you are doing well you want them destroyed number 4 it makes you abuse power when you have you are a leader you in a place of authority you know this spirit will make you abuse power so i want to continue from there and give you another three and then we're going to pray so the distressing spirit if you're not here yesterday you will not really understand what we are talking about because we are looking at the story of, of David and our pilot scripture was first Samuel chapter 16 verse 14 to 15 where the bible says but the spirit of the lord departed from Saul and a distressing spirit you know when the when the spirit of god departed from him a distressing spirit you know came to Saul and troubled Saul you know and Saul's servant said to him surely a distressing spirit from god is troubling him they they, they is troubling you they could see that Saul was under the torment of you know a distressing spirit so it troubles you number 1 it makes you feel insecure number 3 it seeks to harm it 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 makes you you know uh desire to harm others you even plan and you even do it you want to harm others and then number 4 it makes you abuse you know power if you're in a place of authority and this spirit is operating in you you'll always abuse your power so i want to continue from there and give you number 1 number 5 rather number 5 it makes you set traps it makes you set traps you know for others a distressing spirit will you know make you set traps you want to ensnare you know people you see david um was um a rising star shining star and Saul because of a distressing spirit set up traps you know to make david you know fail you will be amazed how many people you know will set up traps to bring you down you will be amazed how many people will dig up a pit for you that you may fall in it you will be amazed how many people how many traps you are surrounded with how many people want you to fail how many people want you to fall into a scandal you'll be so amazed you know that there are so many people who are planting you know all these landmines you know saboteurs all around us to bring us down you'll be so amazed that's why you see you know when 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 you become an influential person you're really surrounded with people and these people you know are making sure that there are no traps to embarrass you to shame you you know to plunge you into a, a scandal or to destroy your life 
you know, people who have a distressing spirit are always coming up with traps, are always digging, you know, pits for others to fall into. They want them destroyed. In First Samuel chapter 18 and verse 17, you know, look at Dave, uh, look at Saul. You know, he wanted he wanted David destroyed completely, and so he came up with traps. And you know, we are seeing the first trap here. Then Saul said to David, "Here is my older daughter Merab. You know, I will give her to you as a wife. Only be valiant for me and fight the Lord's battle." For Saul thought, you see, he's giving him his daughter, but you know, with strings attached, there is something that is behind this gesture. It's a trap that he wants, you know, to put into place for David to fall into. Uh, so he thought, let my hand not be against him, but let the hand of the Philistines be against him. So he's just, you know, trying to hoodwink David by giving him a, a wife so that maybe David may drop his guard. And he was hoping that through this marriage, through the daughter, that the Philistines could be able to get David, you know, and destroy him. So him giving his daughter to David was not a gesture of blessing. It was a trap. He actually wanted to trap David. When you jump to verse 20 to 21, now Micah, this is another daughter of his that he gave to David. You know, now Micah, Saul's daughter, loved David. He loved David. And, and, and they told Saul that the they told Saul and the thing pleased him. You see, somebody came and told Saul, hey, do you know that your other daughter by the name Micah really loves, you know, David. And when he was told, he was very happy. He was not happy that his daughter is getting married. He was happy because he, he, he saw another trap that he wanted to use to trap David. So Saul said to him, I will give her to him that she may be a snare to him. Look at that. You know, verse 20 to 21 of 1 Samuel chapter 18. I will give her to him that she may be a snare to him and that the hand of the Philistines may be against him. Therefore Saul said to David a second time, you shall be my son-in-law today. So the first time, you know, he wanted to use it as a trap against David. It didn't work. And this time again, he wants to use it against David. Now he wants to corrupt uh, Michal. He wants to use um, uh, Michael as a decoy, you know, to distract David so that he may destroy David. So these two daughters of his became a trap. He was using them as a trap, you know, to be able to get to David. So he was not giving David a wife. He didn't want David to be happy to settle in marriage. He was using his own daughters, his own children. You know, as a trap to David so that he may be able to bring David down. I mean, he didn't even care about his daughters. He, he didn't even care that they were going to be widows. You know, that was, you know, um, that was none of his concerns. You know, he wanted, he wanted David dead. And he didn't mind hurting his daughters to get to David. He didn't mind making his daughters, you know, widows, you know, by killing them. He didn't mind that. He didn't mind... You know, seeing them weeping and crying, you know, crying, you know, at the death of their husband. He just wanted David dead. You can see how low, you know, one can sink when they have this distressing spirit. You can see how low, you know, one can go, how far one can go when they have this distressing spirit. It lays traps for other people. And I can tell you, you can agree with me. And you can relate with this, that 
You have experienced people who have laid traps for you. You have met people who have dug pits for you. They want you to go down. They want you to be destroyed. They will come before you. They are smiling. They will come before you, you know, telling you that, oh, I've brought this to you. Or they will come before you and tell you, let's do this. But at the back of their mind, they want to trap you. They want to set up a snare for you to fall into. They want to dig a pit for you to be destroyed. I mean, we are surrounded with people who have a distressing spirit and they want us to go down. Look at, look at, <clears throat> Sorry, look at verse 25. And Saul told his servants, Thus you shall say to David, he's laying another tribe, the king does not desire any dowry, you know, but one hundred foreskins of the Philistines. Really? Can you be serious? Are you serious? You know, he sets another trap for David. Now that you have, you see, when, 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 when Michael was, you know, presented to David, David said, Hey, I cannot be, I, I, I cannot take her. I don't have the money. I, I don't have the money to pay dowry because David came from a poor family. And he said, No, 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 I cannot, I cannot have this. You know, I mean, this is too expensive for me. How can I marry the king's daughter? I don't even have money. Who am I? I'm a small man. I'm an insignificant guy. You know, I'm not rich. I'm not wealthy. I mean, I can't do this. This, this, this is too expensive for me. This is what David was saying, you know. And, 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 and the servants went back to Saul and they told Saul, look, you have presented your daughter to David. But David says that, you know, he doesn't have money to pay dowry, you know, for your daughter. Then Saul again saw this as an opportunity to lay another trap, you know, to bring David down. And this time he says, now... He says, now go and tell David not to think about dowry that much, but I just want a hundred foreskins of the Philistines. My goodness, what a task, what an assignment. Saul told his servants, thus you shall say to David, the king does not desire any dowry, but one hundred foreskins of the Philistines to take vengeance on the king's enemies. But Saul thought to make David fall by the hand of the Philistines. And Saul was still more afraid of David. So Saul became David's enemy. So he, he, he thought, if I can just make David go and fight a hundred Philistines, circumcise them, collect their foreskins, and bring them to me, he was hoping that one of the Philistines will overwhelm David and kill him. Now you and I, you know, understand that. I mean, for you to kill somebody and circumcise them and carry their foreskin, it, it's not it's not an easy task. It's not easy, my friend. That's that's not something that you just wake up and say, I'm going to kill a hundred people, pick their foreskins and, and, and just bring, you know, before the king. It's not, it's not an easy task. I mean, this, this was another trap. And for heaven's sake, I mean, what do you want to do with a hundred foreskins? You can see that he didn't want, you know, to... to um, he didn't want to use the 100 foreskins because what did he want to use them for? Did he want to cook the 100 foreskins and eat them? You know, it was just a trap. He wanted, he wanted, you know, he wanted David to be killed. He wanted David to be destroyed and he was setting all these traps so that David may be able to fall into them and be destroyed. Ladies and gentlemen, there are traps all around us, but I pray that God may keep you from all these traps in the name of Jesus. That God may protect you from any trap that has been set by a man or a woman that is under the influence of a distressing spirit. And I pray for protection over your life that you will not fall into that trap in the name of Jesus. I pray for God's hand to be upon you to protect you from every snare, from every trap, from every pit that a man or a woman 
who has a distressing spirit has died for you to fall in it in the name of Jesus. May God keep you. May God shield you. I pray that you will not slide into that pit. I pray that you will not stumble into that pit. I pray that you will not fall into that pit. I pray that you will not fall into that trap and into that snare in the name of Jesus. May God protect you and may God shield you from that kind of a setup in the name of Jesus. As God protected David, I pray that he may protect you. As God shielded David, I pray that he may shield you. As God covered David, I pray that he may cover you as well from the traps that have been set up by men and women all around us who are under the influence of a distressing spirit. You will not fall into that pit. You will not be destroyed. Your business will not fall into that trap. Your family will not fall into that trap in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Your pastor will not fall into that trap in the name of Jesus Christ. May you enjoy protection from above in the name of Jesus Christ. Some of you can see that you are surrounded with people who are full of this demon, who are full of this spirit, a distressing spirit. They have been working over time to try and bring you down. They have been working over time to set up snares and traps and, 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 and landmines on your path that you may be able to fall into a scandal. You may destroy your life. You may sabotage your destiny. You may sabotage your anointing. You may be embarrassed. You may be covered in shame. But I stand as a prophet this morning and declare that you will not fall into that snare. You will not fall into that pit. You will not fall into their hands in the name of Jesus. I declare God's protection and God's guiding hand upon your life to lead you out of that area, to lead you out of that landmine, to lead you out of that pit in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not fall into it. You will not be a victim of that snare in the name of Jesus. It will not get you. It will not get to you. You will not be a victim of their machinations, of their plans, of their evil plans in the name of Jesus. May you enjoy and may you experience protection. May God's hand cover you. May God's hand protect you. May God's hand keep you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Let them plan. Let them strategize. Let them connive. But you will not fall into it in the name of Jesus. This morning receive God's guiding hand to guide you out of that trap, to guide you out of that snare in the name of Jesus. This morning may God order your steps in a different direction. May God save you. May God shield you. May God protect you from that snare in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You are escaping like a bird. You are escaping like a bird out of the snare of the enemy. You are escaping like a bird out of the snare of the enemy. It will not get you. It will not destroy you. It will not plunge you into shame. It will not plunge you into a scandal that will become difficult for you to wriggle out of. In the name of Jesus, you are enjoying divine protection this morning in Jesus' name. Somebody shout a big amen in this place. Hallelujah. Number six, I hope you're still with me. A distressing spirit will turn you into a four. It will turn you into a four. A distressing spirit will turn you into a four. You see, there are people who love you genuinely. We are not surrounded by hateful people only. We are also surrounded, you know, by people who love us genuinely. And these people don't love us because we are perfect. 
They don't love us because we are rich. They don't love us because we've got money. They don't love us because we are gifted or talented. They don't love us because, you know, we have a glamorous gift. They don't love us because we have, you know, we have, we, 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 we have, um, we have all these nice things, you know, that will benefit their lives. They love us genuinely. Their love for us is so genuine, you know, and this is how David loved Saul. And this is how Saul loved David at the beginning of their relationship. I mean, Saul loved, Saul loved David with all his heart. I mean, the love was so genuine. The love was so deep. You see, when he came to play, when he came to play for him, when they brought David to play for him, when he was having all these issues with this, you know, this, this, this spirit, a distressing spirit, they brought David and David played the harp and Saul started experiencing tranquility, you know, and rest in his soul. And he loved David so much. When you look at 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 21 to 22. So David came to Saul and stood before him. And he loved him greatly. And he became his armor bearer. He loved him and even promoted him. And said, from today, you're going to be my armor bearer. Everywhere I go, I'm going to go with you. You're going to carry my weapons. You're going to carry, you know, my stuff, you know. I'm going to entrust you with so much. You're going to be very close to me. Then Saul sent to Jesse. He even sent a message to his father saying, please let David stand before me for he has found favor in my sight. So at the beginning of their relationship, Saul loved David genuinely. His heart loved David because David, you know, refreshed him. David played an instrument, you know, before his presence and his raging soul was calmed. He experienced rest. He experienced peace. He experienced tranquility in his soul. And so he loved him. Now, after David killed Goliath, the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 18 and verse 2, Saul, Saul took him that day and will not let him go home to his father's house anymore. He took him and he said, now you're going to live with me. You'll not just be my armor bearer, but you're going to live with me. I will not let you go. You're not going to live with your father anymore. I'm going to become your surrogate father. I'm going to be the one that is going to raise you. I'm going to take you to school. I'm going to train you how to be a warrior. I'm going to expose you to good life. You're going to live with me. And so he could not allow David to go back to his father, Jesse. David relocated, you know, to the palace and started living with Saul. It shows how Saul loved David. He loved David so much with all his heart and he made him move permanently to the palace so that he could eat you know at the same table with David so at the beginning of the relationship Saul loved David genuinely and David loved Saul genuinely but when this distressing spirit started manifesting you know Saul started changing instead of loving David he became an enemy to David he became David's foe, and he started seeking for opportunities to destroy David. You see, David on his part loved Saul genuinely. Even when Saul changed, even when Saul wanted to destroy him, even when Saul wanted to bring him down, he never disrespected Saul. He never harbored bitterness in his heart towards Saul. He was never disappointed by Saul's change of behavior. He kept on loving him. He kept on serving him. When, when, when a distressing spirit turned Saul into another person, you know, when he became an enemy to David, David still loved him and David still served him. You see, David still 
went to fight when Saul sent him. David still fought Philistines when Saul sent him. David still ran errands for Saul. I mean, he didn't show an attitude. He didn't complain. He still loved him. But the spirit, the distressing spirit, you know, that evil spirit, when it came in the life of Saul, it turned him into a foe. He hated someone that loved him. He hated somebody. He hated someone that was still in love with him. Somebody that loved him with all his heart. And that's what a distressing spirit can do. It makes you turn into a foe of the people that, you know, love you. You start becoming an enemy to the people that love you. People love you. People that God has planted in your life. People that God has raised in your life who love you genuinely, who are there for you, who are standing with you, who are fighting your battles. All of a sudden, this distressing spirit changes your heart, turns you into an enemy to those people. The people that you're supposed to love, you find yourself fighting. The people that you're supposed to love, you find yourself seeking for ways and opportunities to bring them down. The people that God has positioned in your life to be a blessing to you, you, you don't see them as a blessing to you. You don't see them as gifts in your life. You see them as your rivals. And so you turn you turn into an enemy of those people and you seek for opportunities to be able to bring them down. A distressing spirit, I want to say this, a distressing spirit causes one to become an enemy of those whom he loves or the people that love him. A distressing spirit causes one to become an enemy of those who love him. You fight your loved ones. You seek to destroy your loved ones. You seek to bring down your loved ones. People who love you. People who care about you genuinely. Hallelujah. People who have stood with you, you know, for many years. Now you become an enemy to those people. And those people become confused because they give you love, but you give them hatred. They give you love, but you, you know, you give them jealousy and envy. They give you love, but you know, all you demonstrate to them is evil. You know, you repay good with evil. That is what a distressing spirit can turn you into. And some of you have had these experiences before. I mean, you have gone out of your way to love someone. You have gone out of your way to be there for someone. You have gone out of your way and sacrifice for someone. You have gone out of your way, you know, to stand with someone at his lowest moment. And then that person turns around you know, and becomes your enemy. They look for opportunities to bring you down. They malign your name. They say terrible things about you. And you can see that everything they do is to bring you down. Everything they say is to destroy you. It's because they are under uh, the influence of a distressing spirit. And, and, and they want to see you you know, destroy. They want to see you, you know, you know, you know, uh, 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 dead. They want to kill you. They want, actually, that is their ultimate plan. They want to kill you. That's why we have seen people who are in love and one of them rises up against the other. We have seen spouses killing each other. We have seen a mother kill her babies, you know, or her baby. We have seen, you know, you know, a husband kill his wife. I mean, this, this, these are shocking things. A place where you're supposed to see love, you see hatred, you see death, you see destruction. This is what was happening in this story. It's a, it's, it's like the story of Abel and, 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 and Cain. Abel loved Cain as his own brother. And when his, his brother invited him to go to the field, I mean, he went there because he loved his brother, but he didn't know. 
that at the back of his brother's mind he was he was luring him to the field so that he may be able to kill him that is how terrible and distressing spirit is it makes you become an enemy to those who love you i have seen it in the church a pastor loves members a pastor you know is given to members a pastor is there praying for members a pastor is there visiting members a pastor is there standing with someone when they are going through a difficult moment praying with the person you know you know counseling the person preaching to the person until the person grows he gets a job and uh, you know gets you know a lady you know joins their wedding and is standing with them supporting them you know and then this person turns around and instead of showing love to the pastor showing honor and respect to the pastor he is the first person to tear the pastor down he is the first person to you know you know you know level some false allegations against the pastor and you can see that he is out to destroy the pastor he is out to cut off the hand that fed him he is out to silence the voice that blessed him he is out out how uh, is out to destroy the man that God positioned in his life for his lifting and for his promotion i've seen it happen over and over again people are full of a distressing spirit no wonder they behave like saw people are full of a distressing spirit no wonder you know they repay good with evil it is a distressing spirit that has possessed them and that's why we have to pray against this distressing spirit so that it doesn't infect us it doesn't influence us and it doesn't you know you know direct us to do bad things to the people who love us i pray for you this morning i pray for you this morning that that distressing spirit will not turn you into a foe in the name of jesus i pray for you this morning that this distressing spirit will not you know turn you into a foe to hurt people who love you to malign the name of people who love you to bring down people who love you to seek to destroy people who love you in the name of Jesus i pray that this distressing spirit will not corrupt your heart to destroy the church that has been a blessing to you to destroy a man of god that has been a blessing to you to pull down a friend that has been a blessing to you in the name of Jesus i pray that this distressing spirit will not inflict afflict your soul and infect your spirit that you may be able to destroy a friend who loves you genuinely who have stood with you who supported you who was there for you at your lowest moment who provided for you when you didn't have a job when you didn't have money who brought food on you um uh, in your house and put it on your table for you to eat i pray that this distressing spirit will not infect you and become a foe become an enemy of that person who loves you genuinely in the name of jesus this spirit is terrible when it enters into a marriage a marriage that was full of love all of a sudden a spouse turns against another spouse who loves who loves genuinely you know fights that spouse frustrates that spouse and tries to bring down that spouse it is a terrible spirit and we cast it out of our homes we cast it out of the church we cast it out of marriages this morning in the name of Jesus somebody needs to shout i cast it out in the name of Jesus we cast it out so that people may not repay good for repay good with evil in the name of Jesus we cast it out we cast 
cast it out. We cast it out. You need to shout in your house right now. I cast it out. I cast it out of my house. I cast it out of the church. I cast it out of my marriage. I cast it out of my family. In the name of Jesus. It's a terrible spirit. Hallelujah. I wish I had time to go deeper in this in this thing. It is even in families. One, 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 one family member, you know, God can raise one family member. He becomes a blessing to other family members, supports other family members, you know, educates, you know, you know, his, his, his nieces and his nephews. He's there for them, educates, you know, you know, his brother's kids, his sister's kids, and he's standing with them, you know, and then later on, along the way, they turn against him instead of showing him love. <clears throat> instead of loving this person who has stood with them, who has provided them for them. Look, all my stories are true. There's a man that I know, you know, who, 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 I mean, he was so blessed, decided to educate the children of his, you know, his, his brothers, his siblings. I mean, he educated them, he stood with them, he was there with them, he provided for them, and then they rose up against him. They rose up against him and fought him terribly. They had even to kick him out of ancestral land. They told him, you have no inheritance here. You have no land here. He had built a house there, but they told him, you have no inheritance here. And they chased him away and he had to leave. They forgot all the good things that he had done for them. They forgot how he treated, you know, their father. They forgot how, you know, he educated their children. They forgot the good things that he did. It is a distressing spirit. And I pray that it will not attack you. I pray that it will not influence you in the name of Jesus. I pray that it will not be in your family in Jesus' name. We cast it out of your family. We cast it out of your life. We cast it out of the church in the name of Jesus. My goodness, I feel the anointing. I feel God here in the name of Jesus. It will not be part and parcel of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me give you the last one and then we pray because time is not on my side. This distressing spirit makes you a liar. You begin to lie. You lie in people's face without blinking, without shame, without a tinge of remorse. It is a distressing spirit. It makes you a pathological liar. You lie in the morning. You lie at lunchtime. You lie in the evening. You wake up in the middle of the night to lie. You pick up your call to lie. You send a message to lie. You Profess your love to someone, but it is a lie. It is a distressing spirit. Look at how Saul became a liar. In First Samuel chapter 19, verse 4 to 6, thus Jonathan spoke well of David to Saul, his father, and said to him, Let not the king sin against his servant, against David, because he has not sinned against you, and because his works have been very good towards you. For he took his life, for he took his life in his hands and killed the Philistine. And the Lord brought about a great deliverance for all Israel. You saw it and rejoiced. Why then will you sin against innocent blood to kill David without a cause? He's trying to tell his father, look, David is innocent. David is a blessing. David is a great guy. And so Saul heeded the voice of Jonathan and Saul swore and said, as the Lord lives, he shall not be killed. After Saul spoke to his father, after David, uh, sorry, after Jonathan spoke to Saul, his father, and tried to outline some of the good things that David has done, Saul agreed with Jonathan and he swore and he said, David will not be killed. David will not be destroyed. And so Jonathan went and spoke to David in verse 7. Then Jonathan called David and, and, and told him all these things. 
So Jonathan brought David. David had left. He went and brought David back to Saul. And he was in his presence as in times past. You know, David had left the house because his life was in danger. But when the father assured Jonathan that David will not be killed again, he went Jonathan went and spoke to David and told David, look, I've spoken to my father. We have agreed that he's not going to kill you. So come back. He brought David, you know, to the palace. And David was there in the presence of the king as he was in the past. Then verse 9 to 15. Now the distressing spirit. Somebody say trouble is coming. Now the distressing spirit from the Lord came upon Saul as he sat in his house with his, with his spear in his hand. Again, he's having a spear in his hand. And David was playing music with his hand. Then Saul sought to pin David to the wall with a spear, but he slipped away from Saul's presence and he drove the spear into the wall. So David fled and escaped that night. So Saul sent messengers to David's house to watch him and to kill him in the morning. Remember, he had already said that he will not kill him. But now you can see that the distressing spirit came upon him and now he wants David dead again. So he lied to Jonathan. He, he didn't tell Jonathan the truth. And Michael, David's wife, told him, saying, If you do not save your life tonight, tomorrow you'll be killed. So Michael laid David down through a window, and he went and fled and escaped. And Michael took an image and laid it in the bed, put a, put a, and put a cover of God's hair for his head and covered it with clothes. So when Saul's messengers... So, 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 so when Saul sent messengers to take David, she said, he's sick. Then Saul sent the messengers back to see David, saying, bring up to him, bring him up to me in the bed that I may kill him. Look at that. Bring him up to me in the bed. Carry the bed that David is sleeping in with him and bring him to him to me that I may be able to kill him to kill him so you can see that he was lying to his son Jonathan because of a distressing spirit when the distressing spirit was not there he told he told he told his son Jonathan look I will not kill this guy I will not kill David but when the distressing spirit came upon him he forgot about the vow he had made he forgot about the promise he had given to his son Jonathan and he started seeking for David's life. That is what a distressing spirit can do. It can turn you into a liar. And there are many people who have become, you know, liars, chronic liars because of a distressing spirit. They lie in the morning. They lie at lunchtime. They lie in the evening. They wake up in the middle of the night to lie. When they open their mouth, lies come out of their mouth. It's because they are under the influence of a distressing spirit. A distressing spirit makes you a liar. And Christians are also liars. They lie. They will not tell you the truth. They will lie to you. They will, they will stand before you and just lie you know, to you. It's because of a distressing spirit that has infiltrated the church. But we pray today that that spirit may be defeated in the name of Jesus. It will not afflict you. It will not infect you. It will not make you a liar in the name of Jesus. You can see that Christians can even lie while fasting. They can lie while it is time for fasting. Instead of fasting, they are eating and they lie and they lie to you in your face telling you that I was not eating, I was not drinking, I was praying. It is a distressing spirit that has afflicted their soul to make them become liars. I pray that you not be a liar. I pray that you be truthful. You walk in the truth and serve God with sincerity in the name of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to pray. I want us to pray against this distressing spirit, you know, that causes 
people to lay traps for others to fall into. In the name of Jesus, you will not pray against this distressing spirit. You will not seek the downfall and destruction of others in the name of Jesus. You will not be a digger of pits to make people fall into them in the name of Jesus. You will not set up traps and snares to bring people down in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to raise your voice right now and fight this distressing spirit in the name of Jesus that you may not seek the downfall and the destruction of others in the name of Jesus. Every wherever you are raise up your voice right now and begin to pray in the name of Jesus father we cast out this distressing spirit we bind this distressing spirit it will not cause us to become <clears throat> setters of traps uh, to bring people down, diggers of pits uh, to bring people down in the name of Jesus. Uh, I pray, oh God, uh, that we shall not um, seek the destruction or the downfall uh, of others uh, in any way in the name of Jesus. Um, oh, we resist. Uh, we resist this distressing spirit. Uh, we block every avenue in our lives uh, for the infestation uh, of a distressing spirit. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, we speak, oh God, God, a fortification of our lives that we may not be infected, we may not be possessed by this distressing spirit in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, yes, that we shall not set up traps for others to fall. I pray, oh God, that we shall not dig up pizza for others to fall into in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that we shall not set up people for failure in any way in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that we shall not be, we shall not be these people who have become stumbling blocks in the lives of others in any way. In the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, that we shall not be filled with plans, strategies. We shall not connive and plan to bring others down. In the name of Jesus, I pray that we shall not sit in meetings that are geared towards destroying families, destroying ministries, destroying people, destroying pastors in the name of Jesus we resist, come on somebody resist this distressing spirit we resist this distressing spirit, it will not infect us in any way in the name of Jesus, fight that spirit this morning, fight that devil this morning, fight that demon this morning, in the name of Jesus, oh yes, instead of setting up people to fail, we shall set up people to succeed, we shall shall become platforms that will promote people. We shall become platforms that will elevate people in the name of Jesus. We shall become platforms that will help people to move forward in the name of Jesus. You will bless us to become a blessing. We shall become a blessing to people in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning. You will not be a stumbling block to those who are around you. I pray for you this morning. You will not be a digger of pizza for people to fall into in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning that you will not seek the downfall and the destruction of others in the name of Jesus, but you become a blessing to those who are around you in Jesus' name. You become a 
blessing to your friends. You become a blessing to your family. You become a blessing to the people that God brings your way. In the name of Jesus, through you, they will rise to high levels. Through you, they will move forward. Through you, they will prosper. In the name of Jesus, through you, they will flourish. In the name of Jesus, you will be blessed to be a blessing. You will be blessed to become a blessing to many people that will come your way. In the name of Jesus, I want you to confess it. I want you to declare it right now. Instead of digging pits, you will become a dais of promotion for those who are connected to you. In the name of Jesus, instead of ensnaring them, you become a dais of progress for, for the people who are connected to you. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh yes, through you, their lives will move forward. Through you, their lives will go higher. Through you, there will be joy in their hearts. Through you, they will experience promotions. In the name of Jesus, through you, they will experience progress in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. You will not be a stumbling block. You will not be a trap for them. You will not be a snare to them in any way. In the name of Jesus, you will not be the cause of their downfall. You will not be the cause of their pain. You will not be their cause, the cause of their frustration in any way. In the name of Jesus, my God, my God, my God, you will not bring a pastor down. In the name of Jesus, I pray for a lady. You will not bring a pastor down. In the name of Jesus, you will not destroy a ministry. In the name of Jesus, I pray for a man here. You will not bring a pastor down. You will not destroy a ministry. In the name of Jesus, you will not destroy a church in any way. In the name of Jesus, you will not be the cause of a, the, 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 the destruction of a family, the destruction of a marriage in any way. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray. We are praying. Pray that you will not be a foe. Pray that you will not be an enemy to those who love you. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray that you will not be an enemy. To the people that God has positioned in your life to love you in the name of Jesus. You will not become a foe. You will not become an enemy to those who love you. Resist this distressing spirit that wants to turn you into an enemy. Resist this distressing spirit that wants to turn you into a foe. To fight the people that love you. To bring down the people that love you. To destroy the people that love you. To destroy the people that have been there for you you. You will not become their enemy. You will not fight them. You will not destroy them. You will not seek to bring them down in any way. In the name of Jesus, resist this distressing spirit. Father, right now, we resist this distressing spirit that wants to turn us into a foe, that wants to turn us into a bad a diabolic person, oh yes, who is seeking to destroy those people who love us, those people who have been with us, those people who have stood with us, the people who have provided for us when we had nothing. I pray that this spirit will not turn our hearts, this spirit will not turn our hearts against them in the name of Jesus. This spirit will not make us, oh, fight the fathers that fed us, the fathers that stood with us, the fathers that provided for us, 
in the name of Jesus. This spirit will not make us or turn us into a foe to our friends, friends who stood with us, friends who supported us, friends who, who, who supplied for our needs. In the name of Jesus, it will not turn you into a foe. It will not turn you into an enemy. Oh yes, of those who love you. In the name of Jesus. Come on, are you praying somebody in your living room right now, in your house, in the office, wherever you are, at the gym, lift up your voice and pray and resist this distressing spirit that wants you to become hostile to your loved ones, that wants you to become hostile to the people that love you genuinely, that wants you to become hostile to the people that have stood with you, supported you, provided for you, educated you, taught you many things about life in the name of Jesus. Resist this spirit. Fight this spirit. Reject this spirit. In the name of Jesus, it will not infect you. It will not infect your soul. It will not corrupt your heart. In the name of Jesus, it will not make you forgetful of the good things that were done in your life by the people who love you. In the name of Jesus, it will not make you turn against them. It will not make you gossip them. It will not make you, oh yes. Yes, accuse them falsely in the name of Jesus. It will not make you fight the people that supported you, that stood with you, that encouraged you, that motivated you, that provided for you. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus, it will not make you repay, repay good with evil in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You will not be a foe, you will not be a an enemy of the church. You'll not be an enemy of your friends. You'll not be an enemy of your loved ones. You'll not be an enemy of your spouse. In the name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God. Are you praying somebody? Raise up your voice and pray. Resist this spirit. Resist this spirit. Reject this spirit. In the name of Jesus. Reject this demon. In the name of Jesus. Reject this spirit. It is a terrible spirit. In the name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God, I will not be a victim. You will not be a victim of this spirit in any way. In the name of Jesus, we shall not be victims of this spirit in any way. In the name of Jesus, we shall not confuse the people who love us. Oh, yes, in the name of Jesus, we shall not leave them. Oh, yes, confused. Oh, because of our behavior, because of our treatment of them. In the name of Jesus, we shall not turn around and stab them in the we shall not turn around. Oh, yes, and soil their names. We shall not turn around. Oh, yes, and destroy their reputation. In the name of Jesus, we shall not turn around and spread bad rumors, false rumors, false allegations. Oh, yes, against their lives. In the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, instead, we shall repay good with good. We shall stand with them as well. We shall support them. Oh, my goodness. The people who have stood with us, the people who have helped us, the people who have supported us, I pray, oh God, we shall support them as well. The people who have loved us, we shall love them as well. The people who have been there for that for us, we shall be there for them as well. In the name of Jesus, the people who have supplied for our needs when we are well, when we were at our lowest, I pray that we shall also extend the same gesture to them. In the name of Jesus, the people who are there with us. 
when we were going through a tough time. I pray that we shall be there for them as well. When they are going through a tough time, in the name of Jesus, we shall also reciprocate with love, with good works, with lovely stuff, with lovely stuff, with lovely things, with lovely, with lovely gestures. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we shall extend love to them. We shall extend mercy to them. We shall extend gifts to them. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus. Oh, we shall stand with them. We shall pray with them. We shall support them. We shall be there for them. In the name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, not to become a foe to the people who love us and to the people who have stood with us. In the name of Jesus. Lastly, I wanted to I wanted to pray that this distressing spirit rejected. It will not make you a liar. In the name of Jesus. It will not make you a hypocrite. In the name of Jesus. You will not camouflage evil intentions to destroy the people. Oh, yes, sir, that God is raising around you. In the name of Jesus, you will not be a liar. We shall not be liars. In the name of Jesus, reject this spirit. Reject this spirit. Reject this spirit. Block this spirit. Fight this spirit. It will not make you a liar. In the name of Jesus, raise up your voice and declare that a distressing spirit will not make me a liar. It will not make me a liar. It will not make me a hypocrite. In the name of Jesus, declare it right now that a distressing spirit will not make you a liar. It will not make you a hypocrite. In the name of Jesus, you will be a man of your word. You will walk in truth. You will operate in truth. In the name of Jesus, you will not be in church and you're walking in lies. You will not be a child of God and yet operate in lies. In the name of Jesus, you will not be a husband who is operating in lies. You will not be a wife who is operating in lies. In the name of Jesus, you will not be a child of God who operates in lies in any way. In the name of Jesus, you will not lie to those who are around you. You will not lie to your friends. You will not lie to your brothers and your sisters. Your word will be your bond. Reject this spirit this morning. Is somebody praying this morning? I need to feel you in the spirit. Reject this spirit. You'll be a man of your word. You'll be a woman of your word. You will walk in truth. You will walk in the light. You will not have duality in your life. In the name of Jesus, you will not be a hypocrite. You will not walk. You will not operate in lies. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. You will embrace the truth. You will be a genuine man. You will be a genuine woman. Reject this distressing spirit. It will not make you a liar in any way. In the name of Jesus. Reject it this morning. Fight it this morning. Reject it this morning. Fight it this morning. Reject it this morning. Fight it this morning. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You will not be have like Saul. You will not behave like Saul. You will not be under the influence of a distressing spirit to make you lie, to make you live a double life in the name of Jesus to operate like a Pharisee or Pharisees in the name of Jesus. You will walk in truth. You will operate in the truth. Oh yes. You will dispense the truth. When you open your mouth, truth will come out of your mouth. In the name of Jesus, you will not lie to people. You will not walk. You will not 
you not walk in hypocrisy in the name of Jesus your word will be your bond your word will be your bond your word will be a bond reject that spirit in the name of Jesus I pray for you this morning that you will not be a victim of lies you will not walk in lies you will not operate in lies you will not do your business based on lies in the name of Jesus you will not progress based on lies in the name of Jesus you will not swindle people of their hard and cash yes in the name of Jesus you will not be a con man you will not be a con woman you will not lie you will not lie to the pastors you will not lie to God you will not lie to your brothers and your sisters in the name of Jesus you will not be a pathological liar in the name of Jesus you will not dispense lies to be promoted to make an extra coin you will not dispense lies to save your skin to have an advantage over other people in the name of Jesus you will be a man of your word you will walk in truth you will speak the truth you will champion the truth you will embrace the truth in the name of Jesus you will be an honest man you will be an honest woman in the name of Jesus what you say that is what you will do what you say that is what you will execute in the name of Jesus help us Lord this morning in the name of Jesus that we shall not be liars but we shall be truthful we shall be truthful our children will be truthful our leaders will be truthful in the name of Jesus father we pray even for our leaders in the church that they will be truthful in the name of Jesus we pray for our leaders the leaders of the nation they will be truthful as well in the name of Jesus we kick out lies from our homes and from our hearts in the name of Jesus we shall not serve the father of lies who is Satan in Jesus name we shall not allow a distressing spirit to take hold of our tongues to lie to lie in people's faces in the name of Jesus we shall speak the truth we shall declare the truth we shall stand with the truth we shall propagate the truth in the name of Jesus Christ we shall embrace the truth with all our hearts in the name of Jesus we shall declare the truth everywhere we go we shall be we shall be men of integrity we shall be women Men of integrity, we shall be trustworthy men in the name of Jesus. At the place of work, we shall be known to be to, to be these people who say the truth in the name of Jesus. Where we are, the people we live with, they will know. Oh, yes, that we speak the truth, we walk in the truth, and we propagate the truth in all our dealings in the name of Jesus. Your truth shall be our buckler, your truth shall surround us. Your truth shall fill our hearts in the name of Jesus. When we speak, when we speak, truth will flow out of our mouth in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I bind a distressing spirit. I bind this distressing spirit. I bind, I bind it right now in the name of Jesus. I cast it out in the name of Jesus. You distressing spirit, I speak to you right now. Oh yes, live, live, live people's lives in the name of Jesus. You distressing spirit. Oh yes, that makes them to become hypocrites. That makes them to lie. I bind you right now and I cast you out of their lives. Right now in the name of Jesus, we reject you. We block you. We reject you. We block you. We reject you this morning in the name of Jesus. We block you. We reject you this morning in the name of Jesus. You will not operate in our lives. 
You will not operate in our lives. You will not operate in our lives. You will not operate in our homes. You will not operate in the church. You will not operate in our lives. In the name of Jesus, our tongues will speak the truth. Our tongues will declare the truth. Our tongues will propagate the truth. In the name of Jesus, I want you to say this with me. I reject the distressing spirit. In the name of Jesus, I reject the distressing spirit. In the name of Jesus, declare it right now. I reject the distressing spirit in the name of Jesus. I reject the distressing spirit in the name of Jesus. It will not afflict my soul. It will not influence my life. It will not lead me and guide me in the name of Jesus. I am not a victim of the distressing spirit in the name of Jesus. I will walk in the truth. I will be a promoter of others. I will be a lifter of men in the name of Jesus. Declare it right now. Make that confession. I reject this distressing spirit that was upon Saul in the name of Jesus. I reject it. It will not possess me. It will not possess me. It will not influence me. It will not infect me in the name of Jesus. Make that confession. I reject this spirit. It will not make me a liar. It will not make me a hypocrite. It will not make me a setter of traps. Oh yes, it will not make me a digger of pits for others to fall into. In the name of Jesus, I reject the distressing spirit that was upon Saul. It will not come near my dwelling. It will not reside in my heart. It will not reside in my life. It will not reside in my home. It will not reside in my house. It will not find a place in my marriage. In the name of Jesus, I will not destroy those who love me. I will not pull down those who love me. I will not become an enemy to those who love me. In the name of Jesus, I reject this spirit. I fight this spirit. I block this spirit. It will not infect me. In the name of Jesus, I am free from this spirit. I'm delivered from this spirit. I'm set free from this spirit. In the name of Jesus, I will not take advantage of those who love me. I will not take advantage of those who care for me. I will not take advantage of those who have become my friends to bring them down. I reject this distressing spirit that was upon Saul in the name of Jesus. Are you making that confession this morning? Reject it. Block it. It will not come near your dwelling. It will not infect you. It will not infiltrate your life in any way this morning in the name of Jesus. Declare that you are free from this spirit and the spirit of the Lord will fill you the way the spirit of the Lord came upon David. May the spirit of the Lord come upon you in the name of Jesus. In the next few minutes, raise your hands and just pray for the spirit of God to fill you this morning in the name of Jesus. Declare and ask the spirit of God to come and reside in you, to fill you through and through in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray instead of a distressing spirit, I pray that may the Holy Spirit fill my life in the name of Jesus. May the Holy Spirit saturate my life. May the Holy Spirit cover me. May the Holy Spirit saturate me. May the Holy Spirit fill me in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody call upon the Holy Spirit.
spirit to fill you this morning, to saturate you this morning, to overwhelm you this morning. Call upon the Holy Spirit to fill you up this morning in the name of Jesus. Call upon the Holy Spirit to surround you this morning in the name of Jesus. My God, my God, call upon the Holy Spirit to cover you this morning in the name of Jesus. Ask the Holy Spirit to overshadow you. Ask the Holy Spirit to brood over you this morning in the name of Jesus. Instead of a distressing spirit, release the Holy Spirit to come upon me, to rest upon me, to flow in me, to cover me. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus, this morning, Father, I declare that I'm leaving this prayer service being filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm leaving this broadcast full of the Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit fill me up. May the Holy Spirit saturate my life. May the Holy Spirit cover me in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, and I bless your name. I give you glory and I give you praise because you are a great God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the distressing spirit has been defeated and the Holy Spirit has flooded our soul, our lives, and our hearts this morning. In Jesus' name we pray and we all shout a big amen. Amen. Wow, wow, wow. Can we give God praise and can we give him thanks this morning? Thank you, Lord. I bless you. I glorify you. I am not a victim of the distressing spirit. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I am a carrier of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. What a prayer. Very powerful. Do you feel blessed? Do you feel anointed? Oh, yes. It's been beautiful. My goodness. Today, may you walk under the influence of the Holy Spirit. May you be filled with the Holy Spirit this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazo Tachero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.